0: highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. Isn't it
1: amazing that the issues we had in the 60s with people killing us, now we're killing us, and we're not saying anything about it. Had white people come through Milwaukee and started killing black people, the world would have stopped on its axis because so many people would have shown up to defend the neighborhood. But yet crime is literally out of control, and we're talking about it? It's an issue? What is your plan?
0: What's the secret? Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Milwaukee,
1: like many other major cities in the United States, has some issues that we have to work on, and that's no secret. And I've been talking about those issues over the course of my campaign for mayor. You're joking, right? Talking about it? Where's the plan? We keep talking about plans and talking about strategies. Where is the plan? What are we doing?
0: Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 101.7 The Truth and The Truth app.
1: It's decimating the black community. Yeah, because y'all don't eat right. So when you get sick because you don't eat right because you're overweight and nobody tells you because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because we live in a world now where if you hurt somebody's feelings, you might get arrested. It's ridiculous. Idiotic. If you know you're not supposed to have certain things because you have diabetes, don't eat it. Oh, but it tastes so good. Okay. Okay. Tell that to your children and your grandchildren who won't see you because you decided to eat. Doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I'm your host, Little old me. So, you be going slow, man. You gotta like be like fast. Like da-da-da-da-da. And done. See, that's that that's that difference between millennials and Gen Z and me. They be taking like, hey, we're gonna do this. We're gonna keep going. We love it. It's going on and on and on. And I'm like, dude, let's hurry up. See, that, that's the difference between having a time horizon of 40, 50, 60 years and having a time horizon of, eight. Hey, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he said, mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up, DZ?" That sure had to give you trouble. I had to get you trouble. It's, it's, you know. How come you got a black microphone and I got a silver one? I think that's racist. I don't know. I'm just making it up. Okay. 833 1017 is the number. So here's the deal. <clears throat> All right. I made a mistake today. And I admit it. I admit it wholeheartedly. I made a mistake. I went. And by the way, if Kyle calls... Don't answer the phone. All right? Matter of fact, let me let me check. Um, let me block my phone. Okay. So, if Kyle calls, don't listen because I don't want him to know that I made a mistake. Right? You ready? I ate fast food today. And so we've been talking about that for like over a year, and we fast food we talked about McDonald's and chicken, and we did a taste test and all that other stuff. But I was weak today. I was weak, because I finally found once again, that customer service is bad. Now. Do I expect great customer service? It's fast food, right? That's where you learn. But I had an adult woman today, an adult black woman, at the place I went to. So I went into the place, and I'm not going to say where I went, because I don't want you to know where I went. I'm not going to say the name and all that. Even though it's the truth, I don't want anybody to get into trouble. So I came into A, right? I'm going to just call it A and B. I went into A and noticed that this same person, even though they had a mask on, worked at the B place I used to go to, right? A different fast food place. And so there was a person standing next to them, so clearly they were being trained. And so as I wait in line, there are two white females in front of me. Now, this person that was waiting on me was a black female. Older, probably in their 40s or 50s, and they're waiting. So before you say, he always complained about black people, I complain about everybody. All right? So she's waiting on them. Oh, you have this, and this goes with that, and and when you buy this particular thing, you get this, and all this. I mean, just detailed, right? And they leave. And as they're leaving, she says, and you ladies have a great day. I step up and I can actually see the person's demeanor change, like their whole countenance change. The eyes, the face just like turned to stone. Yes, can I help you? And I thought to myself, yep, same way you were at the other place. So then I order what I want. What I want on it, whether or not, how, how many, you know, what size I want, exactly. And I ask, do you have such and such? And you know, I may as well say, I asked if they have jalapenos. A lot of places put jalapenos on it. Do you have jalapenos? And they said, no. Now, here's the thing I don't think they know whether or not they had jalapenos. Usually people will check. I'm pretty sure if I had asked somebody else, do you have jalapenos? They might've said yes. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna go with it. I said, do you have any hot sauce? The reply was no. And I said, you know, that's funny because you have the yellow pack that I get all the time. And you know what they said? Oh no, that's not hot sauce. That's Mexican sauce. And I went, it's what? That's Mexican sauce. I said, you mean, I mean, you know, the kind, because I go there all the time. I said, so you mean the kind in the yellow pack? She said, yeah, the stuff in the yellow pack. I said, that's hot sauce. She said, no, it's not. She said, red hot is hot sauce. That's Mexican sauce. I I was, it's what? And so I said, okay, give me three of those sauces in the yellow pack. And I got the three in the yellow pack. And then I took it out. And if you could see it, it says what? Cholula. Hot sauce. And I looked at the pack and I said, Well, maybe they're not talking about this. Maybe they're talking about something else. And it said Cholula original hot sauce. And then I looked at it, It said water, peppers, salt, vinegar, garlic powder, spices and xanthan gum. And I went, hmm, sounds like hot sauce. And then it dawned on me, it didn't matter what I said. If I said it wasn't hot sauce, she would have called it hot sauce. And that's when it clicked. I said, okay, I got it. I said, well, let me have three of those in the pack. They said, okay, gave them to me. Now, this is the same person that when they handed out the extra information that they give out when you get a a certain meal. Hey, by the way, you got this, so you get this with it, right? Right. Here's what I got. sat it down. You want a receipt? No. Final words, okay I said so the the person the 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 two people that left in front of me got a you thanked them and then said, "Have a great day." I come up. I get attitude stone face and basically told I'm wrong about everything, as if being wrong about hot sauce like rates up there to even be mentioned. And then you call it Mexican sauce. But then I had to take a step back. You know, what I had to take a step back. I had to take a step back because. I had to realize. One thing. Number one, I shouldn't have been in the store. Should have been eating right. But then I thought, is God just trying to stop me from eating so I can like lose weight or something or what? But then I realized God is not trying to stop me from eating. God is trying to stop me from eating fast food. And then I looked at her. And I looked around at the store and I felt bad because I realized it was the last time I was going to be in that store. It's the one time I had to admit to myself when I looked around, I had to say it as I was walking to my car.
0: I'm done. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app and 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. All right. So here's the deal. Um... Are we in a recession? Yes or no? 833 1017 We, I say, we are in a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced, generally identified by a fall in the gross domestic product in two successive quarters. We just had the second quarter of a successive fall in the gross domestic product, GDP, which means we are in a recession. But then I looked on CNBC and it said GDP fell 0.9 percent in the second quarter, the second straight decline and a strong recession signal. What do you mean signal? If it happens, we're in a recession. Like what are you? What, what exactly are you saying? Or are you following talking points? to make people look good when in fact we're going to be struggling. And Senator Joe Manchin, even though he okayed some of the stuff, just double the coal tax, right? So if you think West Virginia was going to have some problems with a, with a recession, try now when the tax on coal is double what it was. In addition to that, they made it so that people get subsidies to buy cars That are electric. Now, here's the problem with that. People don't want electric cars. So why are you giving a subsidy when the only people that can afford an electric car are people that can pay $60,000 for a car? Which means only rich people are going to buy and get those. So what do you think is going to happen? All right, DZ, check this out. I'm going to give you something and it costs $10. But I'm going to give you a subsidy of $2. And you're the seller. You're selling it for $10. I'm going to give you a subsidy of $2. would not you keep selling it for $12 and get subsidy? $14? A subsidy is when I pay for part of it for you, right? And you get a discount. So if you buy a car for $60,000, I'm just picking a number. I'll give you a $20,000 subsidy, right? Well, if the car dealership is going to get $20,000 to let you buy it for forty. dollars why wouldn't I sell the car for seventy and get an extra ten? That's valid, but if we're talking about vehicles in particular, car depreciation is immediate unless it's a classic vehicle. Who cares?
0: I'm Anybody a buying a car? Okay, watch this. So why how
1: how would you sell it for for a profit to gain ten mm-hmm. when you've got subsidy twenty? So wouldn't you technically only get fifty for it? No, the government's giving me part of the money, and you're giving me part of the money. So you think you're getting a deal, but if I'm gonna get that anyway, I may as well raise the price of the car because I'm gonna still get the same twenty. So now instead of a car being fifty or or sixty and costing you forty, it's gonna be sixty five and cost you forty five because I'm gonna get that extra. Like so, they still getting theirs no matter what. It's like rent. The government subsidizes your rent. Section eight. So why wouldn't I charge more for rent if I'ma get it anyway? Right. Because I get the subsidy from the government. So if the subsidy stays the same, I just make you pay more. That sounds so foul. I, <clears throat> that sounds t- so foul. And so who can afford a Nobody. No, no, no. None no. of us, at least. Rich people can afford right. it. Right. I was gonna say none of us. Not nobody, just none of us. What am I missing? Watch this. You heard of a hedge fund? Mm-hmm. They just in this bill changed. If, 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 if it passes the house. They just changed carryover interest. People are like, well, what is carryover interest? So basically, it's, it's a way for you to save money when paying taxes. The problem with that is that if you, say, made a million dollars, you'd pay like $200,000 in taxes. Because carryover interest is going away, you would now pay in taxes. Imagine if you're a billionaire and you were able to create jobs, build more businesses, hire more people because you paid less in taxes, which is really how they do it. No more. So right now, on top of that, you're charging every company a minimum of 15% on their income. And I raised my hand and said, companies don't make income. They make revenue, number one. The only thing you could tax income wise are individuals who have regular jobs. But when I use the language of income, people go, yeah, that's right. 15%. I said, okay, so we're in a recession. 9%. Plus I'm taking 15% of that, of of your money. Last time I checked, 9 point something plus 15 is about 14 or 15%. I'm sorry. 9, 5, about 24%, maybe, around in there? What are we doing? What am I going to do? Oh, you're not getting any dividends, by the way. Because I got to get 20, basically, I'm going to lose 25. Reset, inflation has already taken 9%. And then I got to get 15% to the federal government. Who do you think going to pay for that? If you think prices are bad now, If this bill passes, oh, it's over 10 years and it'll only be 300 and some odd billion. And I say, yeah, uh, excuse me, what? Y'all just passed a CHIPS bill for 200. So whatever you was going to cut over here, 300, and you're going to pay out 200 here, that sounds like nothing. Sounds like a wash to me. And the only people that's going to be hurt is us. We are going to get killed. They're going to start laying people off, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope that I am wrong. Because if we not, you thought you was paying a lot. Houses that cost a half a million dollars, what was it? Houses that cost $560,000 now cost like $440,000. In a month. That's wild. Crazy, dude. So, what you're saying is it's almost the time to buy a house. Interest rates just went up 0.75. So, it's not the time to buy a house. People stop buying them because they're like, okay, the interest rates are going up. So, even if I could get a house for a steal, the interest rates are going up. So, now house prices are high, right? It's a seller's market. I'll make money. But ain't nobody going to get a loan because the interest rate is too high. So now you just got a house, right? Eh, done. So you know what they say, right? When the rest of the economy sneezes, black community gets cold, and that's where we at. Nobody saying nothing. We think it's not going to trigger. I'm not rich. You just won't be able to buy anything either—food, clothing. Luckily, it's summertime because, boy, if it was wintertime, it's crazy. But yet we don't think about that because we don't think we have a lot of money. But if you don't have a lot of money, you're not going to be able to buy anything anyway. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017. Is the economy affecting you? We are in a recession, regardless of what anybody tells you. It's not a recession signal. It's not a signal that the White House is telling you. It's not a, well, we think you're in a recession by virtue of the definition. You could call it something else. You could you could twist it like um, like everybody in the Fed and all of them are doing. But in the end, it's going to hurt. And in about six months, it's going to hurt. Interest rates are going up. Prices are going up. And if you tax a business, they're either going to pass it on to you or in order to make money, they're going to take people away from their business by simply laying them off. Mm. Consumer price index is up 8.6%. It's it's just we are we are, and and for C- CNBC to say it's a recession question, it's not a rec- it's not a question. Anybody that's taken basic economics, two quarters, if it's a, if it's negative, it's a recession, and we're gonna be hurting, and it's gonna kill us. And if we're not careful in the black community, if we don't if we don't count our pennies. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And I don't really know what to do about it. I don't know what to do about it. So I'm asking you, what should the black community do about the recession, about the rising interest rates, about the cost of gas, the cost of food, the cost of housing? And really, if you think about it with interest rates, the cost of money. 833-212-1017 You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon We'll take our calls, talk and text When we come back, we're live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City
0: More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Before the break, we were talking about the recession, talking about how things are going to impact the black community. G-Ball, you're on the new 1017 of Truth. How's it going?
2: Hey, hey, how are you, sir? How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Okay, economics. All right. Listen, it, it could, it, technically, are we in a recession? Yes, we are. Because I know you said, I don't care what the Fed said and everything. so no, I didn't you're say it, countering, Go ahead. Go I ahead. Mean, yeah, I mean, but I, yeah, I, mean I, I should say, contrary, you're saying contrary to what is being said because it's not being reported as a recession. I mean, I'm not saying one way or the other. I, 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 I you know, you're going to get. I thought they said six straight months.
1: No, it's not. It's as, not six uh, straight months. It's only two quarters. My bad. It <laughs> is six straight months. Uh, two quarters, right? Three months per quarter. <laughs> We've had two where the gross domestic product was negative. That means we're in a recession. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Because,
1: Okay. I don't want to argue that. I don't want to argue. But, but but you're not uh, arguing with uh, me. Contrary. You're arguing with everybody yeah. at economics, okay. from Thomas Sowell down to the newest economic student. So I mean,
2: so but, so but like so like the way. What look okay? Uh, contrary to that point, which is, and I'm not saying it's not a point. I'm admitting it's a point. It's a point. It's, a, it's the facts are that if people are hiring if people are looking for work and we just don't have enough people to fill those jobs, okay. Then the- People are hiring, so a recession is I thought was more when people were not even hiring. But now I, I know you. I know I know the consumers. For us, what Black people should do is listen to every recession they talk about. We should be like, okay, cool. Let's keep our pennies. Fine. He Ain't telling us nothing. Right. I get what your point is. That's a beautiful biblical. Only a beautiful economic brain could even guys have this type of dissertation right now, now on Black folks. Y'all need to put your you know, you know, right now, and even in a recession, where they're asking consumers to stop. They're at they're, they're raising, the inflation, raising the inflation rates means stop spending, please, just stop, just stop spending right now. I mean, if you got any sense, just stop because. And, and for various reasons. This is global, Dr. King. This conversation is global. With, Be- with half of Beijing
1: still under quarantine. But nobody cares about Beijing country- and nobody cares about Europe. We care about America because we live here and it's our economy. And we got to stop this thinking about the world when black people are, are, are struggling, even in the middle class in America.
2: Well, this is well, this is, uh, uh, if I can can, uh, can can that point. Yes, With, sir. What I'm saying is that half of the products that we ma- we've come to relying on global industries now that are that are uh, themselves being in shock now. Half of Beijing is still in like quarantine. Industries those are, like what? Those, well, those are what. Work- well, those are workers. Whatever, half, have, half, have all of our. I don't really care about them.
1: antibiotics. Well, we need to all make the stuff here. Make it, make it here. Companies yeah, got agree, cheap agree, and what? shipped it overseas, and now that—that's why we just passed the Chips Act so we mm-hmm. can start making chips here because it's too expensive to send that's them overseas. I mean. So at, at some mm-hmm. point, it's going to balance what, out, and we need to start EKG. making stuff here.
2: Well, that—but what I mean, I'm saying—that's how it affects. The recession here. It's more global. It's not just a here problem. It's what's affecting other,
1: other, other. But why do uh, we care? uh, Why do we care about other places?
2: Well, because because right now at St. Luke's they don't have. They got to put on hold EKGs, and and, and because they don't have enough machines.
1: Okay, they never had enough, but they've never had enough machines. They've never built enough MRI
0: machines. Well,
1: again, make them here. That means we got to figure out. How to do that. Like, we could stop talking about it, or we could start doing it.
2: With, so now, the recession is, so they want to slow down consumer spending. But what, what I'm saying is, you see these supply chain demands anyway. These, so, products, we're spending on products that aren't getting here anyway. They aren't here anyway. These people are too sick to make them, or they're on ship's so this is all a facade in a lot of different ways globally because they understand we can't get y'all no products anyway. stop spinning we can't produce them we can't think because we're not producing them like you said but so all we have to do is stuff, produce we don't
1: them. even pre- the the problem is the economy has to be robust enough to handle the increase in borrowing costs so if you raise the Fed rate if you raise the rate it causes the economy to fall into an unnecessary and deep recession. That's exactly what's happening. So if they were going to raise the rate like they did, they shouldn't have raised it 0.75. They should have told people, we're in a recession. We're going to raise the rate one full, like like a whole point. Like we're going to raise it 1.0, not 0.75 basis point. We're going to raise it one full. We're done. Once we raise it, we're going to leave it for the next year. We're not gonna raise it at all. That well, would have stabilized the economy this year. Say what? They've raised it four they've raised it four times. That's my point. Exactly. So three. now you're making money too expensive for people to do anything. At the same point, you're saying we're not in a recession. Well, which is it? Well, we're not in a recession because people we still have
2: more people hiring than even people that are going to get to that. That's only again, again,
1: again. That's like saying I don't have cancer because because cancer hasn't spread to my arm but it's in my breast. That don't make no sense. At some point we have to recognize that eventually it's gonna get there. So we can't pick one thing about a recession out of the four, five or six different things. That make up a recession and then pretend like because there's because we're still hiring. Well, we just kill that because if that bill passes and companies get taxed 15 percent, you can forget about those jobs because somebody got to pay for that. So either you're going to be paying higher prices or we got to let people go so that we can pay the 15 percent to the federal government. But you can't get both again. So Again, so where they going to go to China, right? They're not going to go to China because we just put the CHIPS Act in. So the CHIPS Act is going to make sure all those chips and manufacturing and all that stuff comes back here. Uh, and black people are going to hurt because black people, well, and I'm being very general, we need to go to school so that we can get the technical background to actually work in that field. We are slowly stepping away. We're not teaching our children math, science, technology. There's no reason why a child can graduate from high school and not know how to code. Even if they get a D in it, they need to understand and know how to code. But for some reason, we pretend like that's not important. And as technology becomes more important and black kids don't have those jobs, we're going to live in the hospitality industry and we'll never run it and we'll never own it unless we wake up and start moving forward.
2: Dr. King, they're graduating high school without even doing cursive, and, and we know, if you don't know cursive, there's no way you can even read the history. See this, is their, see, this is how you take history, and these kids being able to connect with history. If you can't read cursive, you can't read the Constitution, you can't read several thousand documents and articles Correct. And, man, and manuscripts, Correct. and so they can't, it's coding, my gosh, they can't even read cursive writing, which is part of probably the, some global agenda too. But anyway. But, uh, yeah, more about economics, more you all get involved with this this talking about. You'd be surprised. You think, oh, I don't have any money. I don't have any indexes. I don't have any IRAs. You'd be surprised that you just need to right now hold on to those pennies like you said. Hold on to them. Because when they get to talk about they hurt, when they sneeze, yep. like you said, it's COVID for <laughs> It's COVID.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're when COVID they get a cold, it's blood COVID blood. for us. Put, yeah, yeah, Put on
2: your mask, have your pennies, Man. put on your mask, start stocking, start stocking again, get your deep freezer. I mean, come on, why? I mean, I mean, because we're – because. You know things like this and famine and things like these these are these are I don't know if biblical but these are you know punitive uh, things from the Lord that hit the land that is just all about punishment. It's a wake up. So
1: this this financial. Go ahead. She said what? I said it's a it's a it's a wake up call.
2: Correct. It's a wake up call. So give a portion as well as to seven, as well as eight, because you never know what calamities might hit the land. That's mm-hmm. in the book of problems. You never know. So start being more discreet. Start being. Stop having to have the finer names and the finer this and right. the finer that. And, and you just branding, self-branding yourself. And, it, and it, it's costly. So I, I would and it's gonna save a little bit of money, man. I'm going to get a paper out. I'm going to get a paper out. All right, bro. I'm going
1: to throw some extra papers at night. <laughs> I know that's right. Take care. All right, bro. 833 212 1017. We come back. William, you and your calls. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon.
0: This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth App, and 1017TheTruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, eight three three two one two one zero one seven. 1017 William, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How's it going?
3: Hey, Dr. Ken. Um, I'm honored to be on your show, but... I hate to say this. I I was waiting, and I said maybe I could sneak through. I'm actually in the car wash. I'll be out in a few seconds. You can still talk. I had to wait in a We're fine. You can hear me. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Fantastic. Good. So listen. um, Just like the uh, 2008, nine, and ten conversation about recession. Right. As black people, we did not have. Any question as to whether or not it was, it was a, there was a recession, and why is that? I mean, it's it's so, so why is that? Um, really? Because we felt it. We felt the pain. We knew what we were feeling wasn't didn't feel good financially, okay. and and uh, I think it's kind of kind of hocus pocus to wait for you know Uncle Sam to tell us that it's an official recession based on you know some spreadsheet analysis. I'm just saying we know there's a recession going on um in the ways that we we feel every time i i have to think about the fact that wow this is great i got gas for only four dollars and something you know that's ridiculous our budgets aren't usually set up for that um so you know and you could go on in different categories right For investing and so forth, you also know that a lot of people that may have de- decided to retire, you know, are looking at their 401ks from six months ago and saying, "Nope, can't do it yet." Yep. Yep. So, I mean, that's that's part of the reality of uh, printing money and handing it out. You know, you're yes, going to get you're going to get all kinds of uh, increases in costs because you got more dollars chasing fewer goods, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Right. But, and, then, um, and then we get here, and then we pass two bills. One pays money, one takes money, which pretty much makes it a wash, and yet we're still in the same predicament. And so how do we get out of it?
3: How do we get out of the recession? Yeah. As, as, as
1: a black man, how are you going to – um, protect yourself during the next six months to a year. They're talking this recession is going to be around at least a year, maybe two. Right.
3: Well, uh, my answer to that is uh, officially, I could have begun to withdraw from my 401k without penalty just nine mm-hmm. and a half okay. in November. Okay. I guess, I'm not touching that thing. I'm not going to lock in losses. So what does that mean? I'm going to work longer. You know, that's that's the kitchen table math. But are you going you to know, continue to invest in to your 401k? Oh, of course. Okay. I mean, right now that means that I'm getting the same items at a discount. You know. You know, so that's the general concept that I use at least. <laughs> so one of the things that I was really kind of hoping to speak to, I'm kind of new to the area. just moved here in February and uh volunteered this past weekend for the air show that took place downtown uh-huh uh, the what is it blue angels right and right. um you know, I was basically helping park cars and stuff like that. just volunteer work through an organization locally so one of the things that you know I don't know Milwaukee. One of the things that really kinda hurt my heart was I'd say of the thousands of people that were walking, driving, just in the mix, I'd say maybe one percent were black. I don't understand that. I don't I'm wondering if there's some systemic thing, is it just you know, corporations are helping the program by you know buying blocks of tickets and handing them out to their employees, which seemed to be the case. Right. Free parking for those guys and right. so forth. Right. You know, and because we're not in those corporations, and you know, we don't want to pay the forty dollars a chair Correct. or seventy dollars if you're in the executive section, you right. know. Mm-hmm. So from a structural standpoint, corporations are able to take care of their employees. But you know the average Joe, black or white, who's not a part of that network, has to come up with the cash, and you know in a the recession, they're not going to justify it, even if they weren't a reception uh, recession. those kind of ticket prices are pretty lofty for most people that's correct so but i was just I was just wondering, you know, I don't know the history of the air show in the area, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like there was any i don't i I don't know if there was any radio push on black radio stations or anything as to hey y'all, uh, you know, Boys and Girls Club has a block of tickets if you want them, uh, come on down. Well, do they or you know? Well, do they bother to give them to
1: those particular organizations? <clears throat> I mean, black people in and of itself, and, and I watch it on LinkedIn. There are a lot of black pilots that are working their way up and getting with the major airlines, but by and large. Mm. I would love and I know people who are with Madison College and WCTC and all these other places where we need to get these younger kids and younger adults pilot licenses so that they can understand how aviation works, aviation mechanics, all those things,
3: because we are few and far between. But, 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 you know, to add to your point, it is my humble opinion that if you want to increase that interest, You got to get them when they're young. You got to drag them through the crowds. You got to you got to have that jet zooming over their head and freaking their mind out so that they're asking those questions and Mm -hmm. wanting to say yes for some summer program and so forth. But then I have to find a black
1: pilot that they can see, too. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I got to find a black pilot that's local so that they can, you know, with 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 all due respect, William, what they see is what they'll be.
3: Okay, and I, I don't argue that. Okay, but I'm also saying that to even get them to see that black pilot, if there is one available to see, mm-hmm. you got to get them to the show. And my my issue is, there, we weren't there, right? I mean, there, there were there was a, a speckle of black folks right. downtown who who really could afford nice it. affair. Who who could afford it,
1: or yeah, their but, or their business paid for?
3: I'm just wondering. How do we how how do we provide those experiences if if you're costed out of the experience? You know how how do we get on board and maybe do some lobbying for said tickets? You know blocks of tickets for different organizations to hand out, or even radio stations could say, "Hey, could you guys you know donate X amount of tickets, and maybe you can use that as a part of your." You know, your draw or whatever. I just. Or, or maybe I the people that put it on would think
1: about coming to a black radio station like 1017 The Truth and actually mm-hmm. having us be one of the sponsors and be there and set up mm-hmm. and do it live mm-hmm. like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You make right, a good right. point. All right, sir. I appreciate, well, I appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening Thank and you uh, get that car clean.
3: Yep. And thanks <laughs> a lot, Frat. All
1: right. 833-212-1017. I recognized the name on the phone. I knew who it was. So, yeah, he's one of my fraternity brothers. I caught that at the end. He yeah. said, "I
0: frat. Yeah. I was like, "What do you yeah. call you?" Hold on. I was like, oh,
1: oh, oh. Oh. He's <laughs> just silly. You are just silly. One call, that's all. One call, that's all is right. Now's your chance to be entered into our one call that's all 5k giveaway winner. You heard me right. That's five thousand dollars. Be caller number four right now and be entered to win. Five thousand dollars. Remember, if you or your loved one has ever been injured in an accident, call Gruber Law Offices right now. One call. That's all. Now, the number you really need to know is 833-212-1017. Be caller number four. To win this money, you will be entered as one of the people who, in the end, right, at the end of the quarter, they'll pick one randomly, and you will win $5,000. That's the one call. That's all 5K giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com, 833-212-1017. Last time it was Kelvin, right? He won. Called in on like a Wednesday, won on Friday. So you don't know when you're going to call in. You don't know when your name is going to come up. But what you need to do is be calling number four. And that way you'll be able to kind of come around and be like, hey, I won. I'm it. But if you're not, I don't, I don't really know what to do for you. But you need to call. 833-212-1017. That's the one call. That's all. 5K giveaway. And the winner might be you. So if you're interested, if you're trying to be, call the number four, call 833-212-1017. Remember, for official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. Call now, 833-212-1017 is the number.